episode 25. Wow. Honestly, I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. I listened to it and I was like, this is definitely going to be everyone's favourite episode yet. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Now, all I wanted to say before we get going, before you get that <laughs> fantastic episode is um, if you're not already aware, we have uh, started a Patreon where um, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Pottervision where you can gain exclusive access to our bonus Harry Potter podcast, Double Vision, where we delve in deep into the movies and other things, uh, gain access to merchandise. And for the first time ever, Ever, we've just uh, put our live show uh, that we performed at the Edinburgh Fringe for a few years, Potter Vision Live, I don't know what you want to call it. That's on there too, so if you want to watch that, you want to watch me and Lucas perform live in front of a room full of people, patreon.com forward slash Potter Vision. Anyway, listen to me rambling on. <sighs> Get ready for your new favourite episode of the Potter Vision podcast, Episode 25. Welcome to the Potter Vision Podcast. It's time to fist bump. It's a new episode, the Harry Potter Podcast, where every week Tom pops his buttons on his jacket and we discuss a chapter from the Harry Potter books. Mm. This week it's episode 25. We're on book two, The Chamber of Secrets, and it's chapter eight, The Death Day Party. Whoa. Tom, tell me about your week. <laughs> you want to know about me, dear? Yeah. Well, if you want to know, you better listen slow. I'm going to take you to the place I want to go. I'm talking big Tesco, 11pm. Nobody's there, I've got the pick of the place. Walking round, flashing my shoes. <laughs> Nobody's watching though, because I'm alone. Touching the items in an unfamiliar way. Touching the produce <laughs> like I shouldn't be asked to stay. I'm going to go up stairs where all the staff mingle hey look at me i brought with me a long big tube of pringles tom's <laughs> updates <laughs> hey that was very good hey you should be proud of yourself that was very old school hip-hop as well it's like the grandmaster flash or something like that what have you up to is that it or... <laughs> Well, I've been around. So, I've got a story to tell you. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> My ears are hungry. Oh, yeah. Well, open wide. <laughs> Get ready for this. So, on Friday, I could not go to work. Mm. Because... Diarrhea. No, no. Not diarrhea. Not di- I hate it when you guess. I hate it when you guess. It's never nice. Uh, I couldn't go to work. Soiled yourself. Not swallowing myself, and if I did, it wasn't fluid. I couldn't get to work because I'd lost your mind. No, not lost my mind. I've not lost my mind. I've lost my keys, my car keys. Mm. Couldn't find them anywhere. Drunk. No, no, no. Taken off you. Right. I listened to your rap (laughs) or whatever it was. Fresh Prince of Bel Air ripoff. And now I'm telling you my story. Go on, let's hear it. You gonna listen? No. I lost my keys and didn't know where to find them. Mm-hmm. Up came a spider, sat down beside me and then gave me them. No. So, I lost my keys, didn't know where they were, and all day been looking everywhere. Patting your pockets. Patting my pockets. Patting your bum. Patting my bum. <laughs> looking in bags, looking in drawers. No mm. idea. Mm. The last time I'd had them yeah, yeah, yeah. was the night before. Christmas. When I'd been... No, no, no. <laughs> when I'd been to Sainsbury's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd bought a dustpan and brush. Yeah, 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 yeah. A mop bucket and some floor cleaner. Yeah. He's lived at this house for how many years have you been there? Three, three, four, three, three, four, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's taken him this year, yeah. this long to realise that you have to clean the house you live in. No, no. <laughs> the damp man broke me dustpan and brush. He snapped it off. Does he see it that way? No. 
Do you reckon if he heard this, yeah. he'd be coming round, reaching through that letterbox, trying to grab your head like the beginning of uh, Everybody Loves Raymond? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was the last time I had my keys. Yeah. Right. Do you know where they were? In the bucket. No. Well, yeah. they were in the dustpan and brush, mm-hmm. but afterwards they ended up in a bin bag that I was going to chuck out, and that's oh where my keys God. were. Oh, my God. Because... I'd put the keys in in, in the dustpan and brush, the dustpan. Mm. Later on, I'd used the dustpan and brush. Yeah. Swept up the keys. Well, the keys were already in it, so swept up the dust into the dustpan, yeah. emptied the dustpan into the bin bag, tied up the bin bag, put it outside to go, and they were still in the bag, so we had to go through all the rubbish. Now, I have to tell you this part of the story, because Martina would not let me tell this story without telling you this crucial element. Right, go on, keep talking. In the morning, Martina told me it might be in the bin bag. Yeah, and you and said, I said, no, 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 no. I'd never put it in the bin bag. Why would I do that? You've heard it here first, listeners. Lucas Kirkby doesn't listen to the opinions and advice of women. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he chose me, a man, as his co-host. What? <laughs> Well, can I say I don't heed your advice or opinions either? I'm just a lone wolf. But yeah, I had to get that part of the story that Martina did recommend it at the start of the day and it was about 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night when I found Mm. my keys. But now I've got this thing, let me show you. It's called Tile. Tile. And it's a thing, it's a little square that I've got on my keys and it's connected to my phone. How much are we getting for this advertisement? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Well, they, they've already had twelve pound out of me. But you, you don't. Can, no, no, you don't pay to advertise things. People pay you. Hey, what's going on here? That's cool. And then you can ring your you can ring your keys, and you can also ring your phone from your keys. You got a habit of keys, haven't you? A key man, like you. You, uh, you stole my keys once. Have we ever spoke about that on the podcast? <laughs> I don't think we have. Go on. Yeah, we did the podcast once, and as Lucas is leaving. He uh, he, go, he just grabs my keys. <laughs> yeah. He already had, already had his keys. And yeah. he thought, do you know what? Two sets of keys for me. He drove home, got to his house, and he rang me and he goes, I'm going to have to come back. And I went, what have you, well, what have you forgot? He goes, it's not what I forgot. It's what I've taken. Your keys. <laughs> and then he, yeah, and then I came all the way back. And, and Tom lives half an hour away from me. So yeah. that was a, an hour drive just to give you those keys back. I don't envy him. I don't envy him. But my week... Do you have more to say about the keys? No. But yeah, interesting. I, uh, that's what my worst That's my worst nightmare, though, of yeah. throwing keys in the bin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, I've got AirPods. I'm always worried that I'm going to throw them in the bin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Despite myself. No more wireless music for you. They scare me, those AirPods. I just, yeah. How do they hang in your ears? Mine scare me because I've got spiders in mine and they go in my skull every time I listen to music. Oh, <laughs> and that's your fault for listening to rock. but my week I've uh, been rolling about jumping jacks doing diddly squat I'm currently um, (laughs) jumping jacks and diddly squats last week I mentioned that uh, the the bin men played a prank on me and they didn't take the bins yeah 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 so we had the black bin collected on Wednesday was it Wednesday no that was the blue bin on Wednesday oh yeah so coming now is black bin day yeah uh, on Wednesday and I'm so excited to get rid of this rubbish so I won't have a full black bin so I can get back to normality for the first time in my life I've been recycling Whoa, you're kidding. Because normally I think, I'm not going to recycle. Me doing unpaid work for the council for no reason. What's the point? (laughs) Them reaping all the benefits. Get lost. But I've been recycling and I've got into it. It's fun. You wash your garbage and throw it away. It's absolutely fun. Hey, when it's going in that bin, it needs to be presentable. Uh, you got to wash your garbage. <laughs> but yeah. I'm excited for that burden to be unlifted from your shoulders. Get that black bin off me back. Speaking of black bins, are yeah. you ready for a chapter rundown? <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> uh, consider me the inventor of the segue, because I'm dying on this segue, dying for the segue. The inventor of the segue died on the segue. You're joking. He segued off a cliff. <laughs> You're kidding. I'm not. <laughs> That's give, not right. Give us that rundown, I'll confirm it after the show. I love it. Chapter 8, The Death Day Party. 
It's October, the weather's turned miserable, and everyone's got the flu. They've got oh, this yeah. horrible thing. And Harry is out playing Quidditch in the rain, in the mud, and he comes in with mucky shoes on. Oh, yeah. Oh, dearie me. <laughs> Which upsets Filch. <laughs> oh. Filch takes him to his office. He's getting his thing out. He's writing a report when suddenly <gasps> there's a crash. <laughs> and it's Peeves. He's broken a vanishing cabinet. So Filch goes off. And while he goes off, Harry spots this little uh, advert. Ooh, what's this? It's for, it's called Quick Spell. It's a beginner's guide to magic. And he thinks, oh, can Filch not do magic? Ooh. Filch comes back. He's a bit embarrassed. He lets Harry go. Piss off. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it was Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. He'd done it to help Harry get oh, out of trouble. Peeves. But he wants something in return. A kiss. It's not a kiss. It's his 500th <laughs> death day party. <gasps> and he's invited Harry, Ron and Hermione to go. Mm. Woohoo! Mm. They go to the party. It's all very scary. It's all very weird. And they meet this girl called Moaning Myrtle. Oh. She cries. She's always in the girls' bathroom. All this kind of stuff. But they have a lovely party and a good time is had by all. <laughs> On the way back, Harry hears the voice again. Rip, tear, kill, I can smell blood. He follows the voice, it's going upwards, <laughs> it's going up the stairs. <laughs> they turn up and they see a message on the wall. Enemies of the air, beware, the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. And hanging from the wall is Mrs Norris, Filch's cat, eyes wide, staring. <laughs> There's a bottle of water on the floor. And suddenly all the kids are there coming back from the Halloween feast. And Draco Malfoy says, you'll be next, mad bloods. Mm. And that was the death day party. Mm. What a chapter. (laughs) (laughs) It is October. It is Halloween. Yes. One year ago, we were at Hogwarts and a troll was in the dungeon. Yep. This year, a cat is dead. (laughs) (laughs) Which is more horrifying for you, dead cat or troll in dungeon? Hermione has missed the Halloween feast two years in a row. <gasps> I've not even thought of it like that. That's, that's the first thing I thought of. I, I read that and I started ripping the pages yeah. out of the book. I was upset. I was yeah. going, this girl is going to go hungry once a year and yeah. I don't like it. She's going to be the first ever third year in Hogwarts history mm. to never having seen a hundred bats mm. in one place at mm. one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to keeping an eye out of book three to see if she actually attends. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Mm, very, very mm. interesting. I love that the Halloween feast is like the second biggest event of Hogwarts, second only to Christmas, mm. where none of the students are there. Very odd. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And then um, Nick is having his party on the yeah. same day as the feast. Same time. I know. Well, it, they asked the thing because he was killed on that day, on oh, Halloween. Huh. But look, your birthday party doesn't have to be the same day as your birthday. <laughs> have it on the Saturday of that week like yeah. everybody else. Oh, like have it at bloody midnight. Yeah. Go, go song going to bed. Yeah. He's like, deliberately... Yeah, he's literally done it on purpose, because he's like... Because he, I reckon he's invited Dumbledore. Yeah. And Dumbledore's going, no, I can't come. Uh, maybe if you had it later. And he's gone, no. Same time or nothing. Yeah, because Dumbledore is going to be like, right, I want the spookiest Halloween feast <laughs> this year. Get all the ghosts to come. Right, right, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Dumbledore, we've got it's, no ghosts. There's going to be no ghosts at the uh, party. Yeah, they're all going to be at... The Halloween. Fair enough, they've got wizards yeah. and they've got witches <laughs> and a giant and some bats. <laughs> but the ghosts have got to be at the Halloween party, surely. Mm. But on the other side of the coin, it's his 500th death day. It's mm. a big milestone birthday, isn't it? Mm. You know, I've not had a big party since I was 21. Have you not? And I feel like 30 is going to be my next one. Are you going to have a big party? I don't know, a big party, something like that. It'd be nice I, to celebrate. I'm party fatigued. I'm never going to have a party ever again. Maximum number of people I'm going to invite to celebrate my birthday is naught. <laughs> 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 Just me, baby. Just you on your own with the little party hats. Parties are overrated. Yeah. Now, it's October. 
Yeah? Yeah. Hagrid's pumpkins grew <laughs> to the size of garden shed. I think it's safe to say that this is not God, uh, Hagrid's buttocks we're talking about. Hey, who knows? <laughs> I think, no, come on. I think he's been eating a lot of treacle tarts during September and his pumpkins have swelled to the... I mean, later on. It says that, you know, his pumpkins were carved out and were big enough for three <laughs> men to sit in. And I think that was his plan all along. Not for three men, <laughs> for three very particular Hogwarts <laughs> students, Harry, Ron and Hermione, to sit in his carved pumpkins. Oh, God, I've been eating so much. My pumpkins are the size of a garden shed. I suppose there's always been a bit of a hole inside of me. <laughs> That's the best thing I could come up with. That's awesome. Um, Everyone's got this like flu type thing, haven't they? Mm, achoo, 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 cough, achoo, cough, achoo, cough, achoo, achoo. It's COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and it reminded me, because it's in October, mm-hmm. it, it struck me as something like, do you remember Fresher's flu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People used to get at university. Fresher's flu, who's necking who? Me and you, sitting in the loo, side by side, squished together. A couple of friends, birds of a feather. Tom... Between me, Lassie, and you, have you been on a course? Because your rhyming, your musicality, it's shining in this episode. We've not had a, a hint of it in the previous 24 episodes. But hey, he's got scats, he's got rhymes, he can click, he can rap. My goodness, it's fantastic. This is what I've got. There were some themes I noticed in this chapter. Oh, yeah. And the themes were... Well, I don't know if it's a theme, but... Being left out. That's a theme, isn't it? This is the theme of being left out. Yeah. We've got nearly Headless Nick. Yeah. He's not invited and he will not let him on the Headless Hunt. Oh. Right? We've got uh, Filch. Yeah. Left out of magic. Yeah. He can't do magic and he's trying to apply to, you know, little schools to learn how to do it. Mm. To no avail. The Gryffindor Quidditch team. The Slytherins have all got magic new brooms. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, the best broom imaginable. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and they're all jealous. I felt very sad for nearly headless Nick not being allowed to do the headless hunts. Mm. Because it's not even as if that's something he could work on or change. I had the exact same thought. Mm. I was like, this is purgatory in a way. Yeah. Because he's in the one thing he wants... He cannot obtain. Yeah. Imagine an afterlife, Lucas, mm. where you weren't allowed to like listen to country music. Oh! Or I wasn't allowed to watch the WAP music video. Yeah. I couldn't. That that'd be hell for me. Oh. <laughs> that'd be hell for me. You know what is what would be more depressing? Not being able to listen to country music, or being able to listen to country music. <laughs> I, I want the choice. That's what I want. The choice. Um. <laughs> What would you suggest to Nick? Because he's really hung up about this. Yeah. He's been dead for 500 years and they won't let him partake in the headless hunt, which is uh, all the headless ghosts going on hunting yeah. something together. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of things. Number one, there mm-hmm. must be other clubs out there. Mm-hmm. There's not just going to be the headless hunt because ghosts die in many different ways. Mm-hmm. But second of all, I would, this guy, Sir P- Percy Podmore or whatever mm-hmm. his name is, mm-hmm. Podfrey Podmore, Look, send him a letter and say, look, I, I don't mind not playing head hockey. Because that's the excuse they give, don't they? You know, yeah. You're not allowed to join the headless hunt because you wouldn't be able to play head polo. You wouldn't be able to play this, this, this. And I would say, look, I get that. You know, I won't take part in that. I, I could be an honorary member of the headless hunt. Because, you know, nearly headless Nick, he's the Gryffindor ghost. He's quite high up, I think, on the socials. Standing, mm-hmm. you know, I think I think yeah. they'd be lucky to have him. His confidence is his problem. Yeah, he's acting too thirsty, yeah. isn't he? Like, yeah. if he was like, if he looked down on them a bit, they might invite him. You know, yeah. if he was like, he doing that headless hunt again. Psh! But instead, he's like, oh, please, will you let me on? Please, will you let me on? It's like pathetic. He needs Grow to play up. hard to get. Yeah, doesn't he? Oh well, you don't deserve me. I'm I'm nearly headless. Yeah, you know, all of you are headless. Boring. I'm ne- look at my head. Who's ne- how many nearly headless ghosts are there going to be? Exactly. Not many. 
Exactly. If I was him, I'd say, you know, you need to appreciate what you've got. Yeah. He's definitely got friends. He's definitely bezzy mates. Yeah. With all the other house ghosts, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. That is what a title that is. Yeah. House ghosts. Do something with them. Do you know, yeah. they're, they're probably thinking, you know, like the Fat yeah. Friars, like, oh, do you know, what, do you want to yeah. do something? We could go spook someone. He's like, no, yeah. I want to be on the hunt. Hang out with the Fat Friar. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. You're not better than him. He should set up his own club called Nearly Somethingless Club. Mm. You know, team up with, you know, Nearly Legless Larry, mm. Nearly Nippleless Nigel. Get the club together, that, like that. Yeah. Set up your own club. Exactly. Nick is celebrating his death day. Yeah. What did, please tell me, Yeah. what did nearly headless Nick, like how did he die and what caused, what was the cause of his death? So he was beheaded, well right. nearly, So, but he was sent to, I believe it was like the Tower of London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the crime was that there was a lady called Lady Grieve mm-hmm. and she, he offered to straighten her teeth with magic, mm-hmm. but it went wrong and he gave her elephant tusks and she, for that she sent him to the Tower of London and they confiscated his wand and because of that he couldn't escape and then they cut his head off but they couldn't do it and he was hit I think 45 times with a blunt axe that never killed him but I was looking into this because you'd be doing the counting if you were watching this, first first blow, yeah. one second blow, mm. Third. And then you just start. Yeah. Twenty nine. Twenty-eight. Twenty-nine. Thirty. Yeah. I'm stopping now. You've only got a bit left. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? Why would you not either sharpen the axe or yeah. boot the head off? Because he's only he says he's only got an, half an inch of skin left. Yeah. It's like you know when you see those marathons? Yeah. And right at the end of the marathon, like, they can't do it anymore. Like, they're just collapsing yeah. on the floor. You've only got a bit left. No, no, I've been beating this guy's head all day. I'm going home. I'm going to kiss me wife on the mouth. <laughs> I'm going to kiss me sons on the forehead. And I'm going to lay yeah. my old-timey body in a bale of hay. Yeah. Let the horse eat me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's crazy the idea that you, as a ghost, you still have the injury that killed you. Like the headless huntsman, they've got no heads, he's yeah. got nearly no head. Now, I wanted to ask could he convince somebody to dig up his body, for example, and boot it off? Yeah. You know, something off. like that, and then would that fix him? Well, you know. You can't look me in the eye and yeah. tell me that that bloody um, bit of skin hasn't already dissipated and turned to nothing. Yeah, it must have done by now. Yeah. Now it's going to be detached, but, isn't it? You know, it's not like a picture of Dorian Gray. <laughs> your ghost doesn't <laughs> reflect your body in somehow. Oh, it's changing. Oh, someone's put me in a little girl's outfit. Look at me. <laughs> no, in the state that you die, you shall remain until you are complete again. That is lovely. Mm. You are fantastic with the rhymes today. <laughs> but I wanted to mention a bit that was cut out of the book. Because um, I read this and I remember, I thought, that's not even in the book. But oh, yeah, he secret, reads eh? a poem out. You've been keeping secrets from me. A few. <laughs> keeps things spicy. Keeps things interesting. Keep talking. Keep talking. But in the Death Day party, in the original, one of the first drafts of the book that got cut out before it was published, mm-hmm. was he reads a poem about how he was killed Mm -hmm. and it says alas for the eve when i met lady grieve a strolling the park in the dusk she was of the belief i could straighten her teeth the next moment she'd sprouted a tusk and that's not in the book but it was in one of the original drafts that vain old grieve yeah this is old times yeah Yeah. we all look like crap yeah no one's washing yeah do you know what? People will fart openly because yeah. they're like, what's the point? I'm keeping a dog <laughs> to host my fleas. That's what, we're, that's what we're talking about here, nearly headless Nick. And this woman's like, oh, if only I had straight teeth. Straight teeth? You've not had a bath all year. <laughs> <laughs> now, yes. Harry, uh, Filch finds Harry, right? Mm. And he Because Harry's been tracking mud through oh. the 
church corridors. And he can't help but to hear, no, he can't but to yeah. help but to hear the exchanging of words. What a beautiful wedding! <laughs> <laughs> I want to um, why... No. Go on. Sorry, but he's been tracking mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, uh, Filch drags him off to his office. Yeah. And he's like, it's only a bit of mud. And he goes, yeah, only a bit of mud. It's going to be an extra hour cleaning for me. Yeah. Why are they making him do all the cleaning by hand? Magic yeah. exists. Get the elves to do it. Yeah. Get the elves to do it. Cleaning, they're making him clean. <laughs> Having him do odd jobs, yes. Sending messages throughout the castles. Yeah. You know, putting um, banners up, fine. Yeah. But cleaning, give the man some dignity. Because that castle is enormous. And it would take a long time to clean it. He's a caretaker, not a cleaner. Yeah. Why is Harry muddy? Quidditch. You... Sopping wet, walking through from the field to back to the castle. Right. They need to have a big doorway into the Quidditch changing rooms mm-hmm. where you just fly into it. He shouldn't be touching the floor, I don't think. No, there's got to be rules about flying around, like, you know, above you people's heads. Because mm. he's flying around people's heads, flicking mud in people's eyes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right, fair enough. In Filch's office, yeah. Yeah. Harry's looking around. It's like yeah. he's in Diagon Alley for the first time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, can't, I can't help but take everything in. Yeah. And he sees his filing cabinet stacked high yeah. with notes on all students, like, and all the little uh, bad things that they've done. Yeah. Filch should not be keeping notes. No. Not, you have got no authority at this school. You shouldn't be writing about the children. Yeah. Why is Dumbledore letting him do this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and that, that cabinet is full of things that Fred and George have done. Why are you so obsessed with them? Yeah, he's a caretaker. <laughs> he, he shouldn't have anything to do with discipline, yeah. really. Yeah. A caretaker fixes things, looks after the castle, you know, locks it up when everybody mm. goes home. He shouldn't be punishing anybody for anything. Imagine being in primary school. Yeah. And um, they blew the whistle at break, yeah? yeah. Stop moving, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It blew, but you moved. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, right, you must be punished. And they went and got the, <laughs> the bloke who cleans out the bins. <laughs> I don't know about this. This seems yeah. seems a bit off colour. Yeah. Like, no, he's giving you your detention. Yeah. Uh, go go to the office with him. Mm. Go to our caretaker at high school. school, Mick. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being bollocked by Mick. He was like a lovely bloke. He used to like change the light bulbs in a class. Imagine that interview. Yeah, we need a caretaker for the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, what experience do you have? Well, I uh, I did maintenance. At a uh, hardware store for a long time, uh-huh. fixing, uh, cleaning. I'm, I'm very skilled up with like things. Yeah. Um, have you ever? Uh, have you put, What's your experience in punishing kids? Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you lenient with them, or are you strict? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but we'll get to know because it's the only way you're going to be working here. You're going to be in charge of the little ones. <laughs> Weird. And everyone knows that he they said in the chapter, everyone knows he's been begging Dumbledore to let him ch- hang the children by the ankle from chains. Begging. Pathetic. Yeah. Dumbledore needs to fire him. <laughs> I'm not being funny. If I'm the head of a school who is opposed to hanging children by their ankles, if your caretaker comes up and goes, oh, please, he says countless times, he's begged him, please... Mm. Can we hang them? Hands and knees begging me, please. Yeah. No. And then when you say no the first time, he's coming back in a few weeks. Yeah. Please let me hang. <laughs> right, you're out. I if know. you ask me again, you're out. That's something ain't right here. It's you've sinister. Already been, you've already been told no. Yeah. What What? You, what would you gain from it? Yeah. If you were um, a muggle parent and yeah. your child had gone to a wizarding school, yeah. and you're like, how was it? You know? Yeah. Amazing, you know. But uh, just one thing. What? No, it's nothing. No, say, say, say. Yeah. It's that they've got the caretaker, this uh, greasy-haired bloke in charge of punishments. Yeah. And he, um, oh, he's just, he really gets off on punishing us. And they've got the caretaker punishing you. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to go back. <laughs> Do I not? No, 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 you can go back to normal secondary school. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, because he keeps a medieval torture rack in his office and begs the head teacher to use it. And I'm pretty sure he's shagging the cat. 
<laughs> Not in her transfigured form. Then <laughs> she transfigures back to a yeah. lady. But I do think that Filch has got a right to be annoyed about the mud, though. Yeah, hundred percent. Harry, take your shoes off. Do yeah. some magic. Wash them. Yeah. Do something. You drag him. Who do you think you are? Yeah. There should be a little hose outside. You could just like wash them down a bit and yeah. then come in. You were raised in the Dursleys' house. Yeah. You know how to clean. Yeah. They they're describing Filch's office, right? And it says one of the descriptions is, "Oh, it smelt. There was a faint smell of fish," right? <laughs> implying that that is like adding to the fact that he's a bad person. Mm. Oh, there's a faint smell of fish. Is that what? He's had Com- fish for his dinner. Comments on his nose as well. Yeah. yeah. His drippy nose or whatever. It was like his bulbous nose or something like that. That's yeah. Right. Leave the poor bloke alone. Yeah. And he's wet himself. <laughs> <laughs> that idea of, oh, and there was a smell of fish in the room. Right, he's had, he's had fish for lunch. Why does that make him a bad person? Or, you know what? He's giving the cat fresh fish. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, looks after his cat. Oh. Yeah, I tell you what, I went to Filch's office the other day and on the floor was a bowl of tuna and jelly <laughs> mashed up. Disgusting. And you're never going to believe this. What? Toothpaste all down his top. <sighs> uh, he brushes his teeth. Yeah. Do you know what I saw near his office? A tray with a load of stones in it and two cat turds. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> filth. Scratching post. Then he uses a little scooper to get the turds and he puts them in the bin. Disgusting. (laughs) Man's got a pet. Man's got a pet. Man's got a pet. (laughs) So Filch runs off because he hears um, some crashing here. Yeah. And Harry thinks, finally, a chance to read through... Filch's letters. <laughs> this is the worst thing any character has done so far in this book series. <laughs> Opening somebody else's mail, the audacity of this kid <laughs> to open Filch's mail is is just barbaric. <laughs> it's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm speechless. Loads of you opened it. What, NHS? What, test results? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And I won't put them back where I found them. I it's want, horrendous, I isn't it? I want him to know that I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he finds this thing and it's like, quick spell. You yeah. know, it's a, a course for people who can't do magic. Mm. Have you got bad wand work? Can you not do this? We will help you. Mm-hmm. And he thinks, oh, Filch must be rubbish at magic. To me, that's just a flyer. <laughs> that's just junk mail that Filch has been given. You know, it's not like you go to somebody's house and go, oh, on the door, Matt. <laughs> Pepe's piri piri. <laughs> Filch must be making fried <laughs> chicken with peri peri sauce. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> Filch is making Portuguese chicken. Imagine, bloody uh, um, Philip Philip James. Filch is thinking of selling his house. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He can't just have a flyer through his door. <laughs> oh, you'd never believe this. Yeah, Filch is thinking of voting Conservative. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the thing. The letter doesn't say, "Dear Mr. Filch, yeah. thank you for your application. You've been accepted." It's a, it's an advert. It's a flyer. You know. <laughs> I cannot believe that Filch is going to be voting for Edwina Curry in the next local elections. How dare he? Oh my God, Filch! God, imagine like there was just a package sealed. Harry was like, I might as well open it. <laughs> I, I read people's mails. It's one of it's one of my quirks. Fred and George, hey, but it's not all bad. The other day I opened one of his letters. He donates to Bernardo's. <laughs> He's a lovely man. He donates to St Mungo's. Now, quick spell. Yeah. So what we know about Filch is yeah. that he is a squid. Mm. He is unable to do magic. Yeah. Which. Um, must have been a, 
an awful thing to have to grow up in the wisdom world. Yeah. Unable to do magic. Like, yeah. Like, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, awful. Left out is what he has been. Yes. No fault of his own. And you can only think, surely there must be a cure to being mm. a squib. But do you know what? They've never put any effort into thinking of it. I mean, mm. they can bewitch a broom to fly. Yeah. But they've made it so Filch can't use it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I was thinking, left out. Mm. Have you ever been left out? Have you ever felt left out? Or have you ever left someone out? I'm going to give you an example now. Go on. I, this is a... Have you got any siblings? Sometimes siblings can be a bit nasty. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And when you are the nasty sibling, you forget the things that you do. Is that you? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> when, I was in, when I was a teenager, yeah. I, had, I must have been about 14 or something, and I had my pal staying around here, and my younger sister, Maisie, must have, must have been like seven or something, or five, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. And she was like trying to get in our room to hang out with us. Because yeah. all she wanted to do was hang out with us, be there while, you know, because it's fun, teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But me, being me, was like, no, you can't sit with us, get out of here. But she was so persistent in trying to get into the room. Yeah. So I said to her, to get her away so I'd have time to lock my door, I went, I went to her, right, what you need to do, you need to go get ready, go get your swimming costume on, because we're going swimming in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she ran off excited. Put her swimming costume on and came back and by the time I'd locked my door and she ah. went, are we going? And I went, no, nah, I was only joking. Awful. I'd forgotten this completely. But now my little sister relishes yeah. in reminding me of these things. <laughs> that is and horrendous. it fills me, honestly, with such sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, that is my punishment. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, how, are you, how have you ended up as the bad guy in that story? The, the one who's been hard done by. Yeah. Well, now I've been reminded of it, and it's not nice. Oh, yeah, being held to account <laughs> for your crimes. It's so inconvenient. Yeah, it's just awful. Have you ever been so about... Does that trigger anything in your brain box? Not really, no. I, I remember I used to... <laughs> I was terrible at, like, football and stuff at school. Still are, aren't you? Still are, yeah. I'm still terrible at football I at still, school. I still make him go to trials, but no avail. He's crap. Yeah, they watch me. They tell me no. <laughs> But I keep coming back. Lucas, maybe if you trained throughout the year. No, 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 no. Busy. I want you to see my talent. I want you to see what I am untapped. (laughs) (laughs) The potential I want to show you. Mm. But yeah, so I used to get like, I was never the last person to be picked. But I was always bloody near the end. Yeah. (laughs) You know, where I would be picked because I'd got shorts on. Yeah. (laughs) Rather than being blown. Yeah. Yeah, because I was never any good. Oh, he's not barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, he's not the one with the oxygen cylinder. Absolute same. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and then Harry rooting round yeah. got me thinking, have you ever rooted round your parents' stuff when they've been out? Never. Not when you were a kid. Never. Neither have I. This whole episode <laughs> is you going to me, have you ever done something bad? Let me tell you what I did. Hey, have you ever stolen? Let me tell you when I stole. Have you ever bullied? Let me tell you when I bullied. Tom, keep some of these stories to yourself. <laughs> Let me say that. <laughs> Neither have I, but if I had rooted, rooted round my parents' yeah. stuff when they went out, yeah. it would probably have been my favourite thing to do for mm. the 18 years I was living in their house. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Nick is yeah. desperate, isn't he? Yes. He's desperate. Yes. He, he wants to get on the hunt, but he's having a party. He's got yeah. no need to be desperate. Yeah. Because he's got hundreds of guests. Yeah. That's popularity, that is. Yeah. And not only are they like, you know, not only is a lot of them and you think, oh, wow, maybe mm. they're just all Hogwarts goes. Yeah. They've come far and wide. Somebody has come from as far as Kent. Mm. And I want to know, have they floated to... <laughs> Scotland yeah. from Kent. Train. Well, Imagine was... that. That. Whoa! Oh, just we seen that glide past like rooftops. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Do you have to wail? No. Yes. <laughs> well, I was thinking if a if a ghost is stood on a train, uh-huh. and the train goes, 
would they not just stay still and the train would leave them and they'd go through the back of the train as it went? Maybe if they clenched, they'd stay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'd stay with the train. So clenching the buttocks, <laughs> and off they go. But yeah, it's mad that she's come from Kent. How has she travelled? Mm. Mm. Got me thinking. Yeah, would you choose Halloween feast or death day party? Oh, I think death day party. You'd think, wouldn't you? Yeah. You think, I mean, how many of these are there going to be? He's not having one every year. No. It's because it's his 500th. Yeah. It's, it's, you're the only three humans invited. Yeah. Like, living humans yeah. invited. However, once I found out about the entertainment, Dumbledore's got booked for the Halloween feast. Yeah. I was like, you've got to let me go. A troop of dancing skeletons. Yeah. Skip the death day party. Yeah. I want to see that. Mad. Diversity meets the night before Christmas. What, like, yeah. so, what if the ghost of one of them skeletons is at the party? My skeleton's doing what? That'd be weird. <laughs> My I, love, I love that they've been hired as well. Yeah. Like... They've got an agency. Surely they... <laughs> <laughs> these aren't skeletons that have got their own mind. They must be animated by magic. I... Well, I don't know. You think it's a skeleton with its own consciousness? A conscious skeleton. Like, its soul has left. Yeah. But then the skeleton has become its own thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just mad, isn't it? Uh, nearly Headless Nick is thrilled mm. to have Harry at his party. Woo! He's like, oh, I can't believe it. Harry Potter at my 500th death day party. Mm-hmm. And I just found, obviously this would never happen because it's physically impossible. But I found the idea of a 15th century human being being excited by a modern day celebrity. Very interesting. Interesting. You know, imagine Henry the Seventh being excited about Dua Lipa. Yeah. Why <laughs> yeah. is why are these ghosts excited about yeah. Harry Potter? In my experience, as soon as you get to the age of forty, you stop being interested in any new celebrities. <laughs> I think the fat fry is a bit more exciting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's fat, he fries. That's so true about the uh, getting to the age of forty not being like yeah. I was at a concert once, I think it was Bill Ryder Jones. Mm. I think that's what he's called. It was, it was like a amongst other acts. Yeah. And in the audience, so this artist must have been about 27 or something. Yeah. And in the audience was this like bloke in his 40s. Yeah. He was like, couldn't <laughs> believe his luck at seeing him. Yeah. And he was like cheering so much. Imagine cheering for someone yeah. like 13 years, your junior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Justin Bieber, go! <laughs> dance, boy, dance. Yeah, I think... I think I'm always get... forgetting Justin Bieber's 30. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's so old. We were... <laughs> yeah, like, you get to a certain age and you just stop catching up with, like, mm. the new trends and the new things. Mm. I just found that very interesting. Yeah. I want to tell you uh, about a story. I was thinking about... Uh... Oh, yeah. Come round. Warm yourself warm by the fire. Warm yourself by the fire. No, no, I didn't want to tell that story. Okay. So oh. explicit, eh? He <laughs> <laughs> talks about an arse, isn't it? Oh, it mentions a buttock. Go on. Right, there's a bit in this which is... This shocked me. Well, actually, the worst act I'd ever seen in this book was Harry opening somebody else's letters. Mm-hmm. Until... <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Christ, until <laughs> they mention that Fred and George... Force feed a salamander a firework and it flies around the room, exploding. Okay, boys, so we're, so we're harming animals now. <laughs> it, that was so out of like, you know, but then yeah. it is the Weasleys, you know? Yeah. We, we throw gnomes over the face, they like it. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe what I was reading. Mm. I'm imagining Hedwig looking through the window, seeing that. Seeing a salamander being fireworked around a common room and thinking, I'm going to forgive Harry now. <laughs> Actually, he's not that bad. I could belong to Fred and George. No, I'd be going, the company he keeps. Yeah. <coughs> Double annoyed. <laughs> it turns out that Errol is one year old, but he has been fed so many fireworks <laughs> that he's now a yeah. crippled beast. It's got me thinking, though, have you ever injured an animal? <laughs> Have I ever injured an animal? Give an example. This wasn't me. 
Have you ever injured an Let me tell you when I injured an animal. When I lived in Spain as a yeah. little kid, yeah, I used to hang out with like uh, other kids who lived nearby. Yeah. This one little girl came upon a baby bird that yeah. had fallen. Yeah. Maybe it was a normal bird. A bird yeah. that had fallen out of a nest, yeah. Yeah. And it had a broken wing so it couldn't fly. <sighs> So she was like, I think she was about eight or something, yeah. and she was like, I am going to take it upon myself to, you know, get this <laughs> bird yeah. back to life. <laughs> so she like pushed it round in a pram, yeah. she swaddled it, this is all in a day. She tried, <laughs> she tried feeding it, yeah. and at the end of the day she thought, it is time for this bird, <laughs> this alive bird with a broken yeah. wing to return to the skies right and so held this bird in her arm in her arms, yes and lobbed it as hard as she could <laughs> into the sky <laughs> yeah and would you believe mr kirkby that this bird did not take flight but merely spiraled <laughs> right back down to the earth like hitting it you know with full force <laughs> oh no can you believe the swaddling didn't hurt didn't work yeah i mean Whenever I'm injured, don't send me to hospital. Just push me around in a pram and I will be fine. <laughs> I will be fine. I can't remember any time I've harmed an animal. Mm. Um, the only thing close to that I can imagine is I once fed me cat Milky Bar Buttons and made her sick. <laughs> but that's not too bad. But yeah, what Milky are, Bar is... Buttons are strong and quick. They're going to make you cat. Very sick. <laughs> Lots of puke on the bar. Under that's a milky bar. <laughs> um, they're all sat around. They're injuring animals. Um, yeah. Filch in his office yeah. asked Harry to not tell anyone about the letter that Harry yeah. had read. Yeah. Harry decided, was a, he's literally about to tell Ron and Hermione. Yeah. About this, but he was interrupted by the salamander flying around. Yeah. Yeah. What a little brat. Yeah. He asked you. He was embarrassed. Yeah. He, he let you off with no punishment for muddying the halls. Yeah. He pleaded with you not to tell. Yeah. And he immediately was like, well, of course I'm going to tell Ron and Hermione. What a little telltale tit. Mm. You didn't keep anything from them. Yeah. Blame that it. party must have been quite the sight. Yes. Hundreds of ghosts. Yeah. Stinky food. Uh, decorations. Yeah. Were. If you were a muggle-born wizard, yes, stumbling upon that, yeah, it might be the kind of site that could send you to Saint Mungo's. Mm. Because Saint Mungo's, if you don't know, is the uh, wizard mental, yes, hospital. Yeah. Um, but like that would like shake you to your core, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, a lot to take in at once. Mm. Yeah. I agree with you. Good. Crazy, you know, there's crazy music, there's rotting food. There's maggoty haggis. Maggoty haggis. We ain't eating nothing but maggoty haggis for three stinking days. <laughs> Is that from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. <laughs> they ain't look fresh. There's, and then there's that ghost. Yeah. So they've got all the gone-off food. <laughs> they've got all the gone-off food. Oh, I love this. <laughs> that's like, so we've gone <laughs> off as possible, yeah. so the ghost... Um, the idea that they might be able to taste it. Yeah. A ghost glides through the food <laughs> with his mouth open and Harry asks, can you taste it? And he says, almost. So no then. So no. <laughs> you are gliding through the buffet table like a whale-eating krill. Yeah. And you cannot taste a thing. <laughs> you are looking like a fool, dead ghost. <laughs> yeah. And it says they were playing the quavering sound of 30... Musical sores. Mm. And I thought that's ridiculous. They've just made that up. But they exist. A musical saw. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like shaking it. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I. Or to play with a bow. It's like a violin thing where the, the saw is like the violin bow. Okay. But mental. Yeah. From Do Re Mi to B and Q. It's funny, though. They're really playing into it. Maybe these are Halloween themed decorations. Or are these the decorations that have been going, listen, guys. We're ghosts. Yeah. We're weird. We're scary. Yeah. We've got weird decorations. Yeah. It's dimly lit. Stinky food. Yeah. 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 Saw music. What yeah. saw music? Yeah. Uh, where are you going to get these instrumentalists from? Yeah. Uh, d- 
Do we need them? Yeah. Yeah. Five hundred days dead. <laughs> well, it's all about death, isn't it? Mm. You know, it, it's a death day party. It's a death day party. But a birthday party is never about a birth. Yeah. It's just about what you like and stuff like that. You know, they've got a tombstone cake, a cake in the shape of a tombstone. Mm. Why has he got that? It should be about what he likes to do, like, you know, like Thomas the Tank Engine or Finding Nemo. This is like... Yeah. Ghosts are thrilled with the fact that they're dead. Yeah. It's like... They might have a chip on the shoulder about yeah. it or something, but they can't stop going on about being dead. Yeah. It's like, you know, when someone's from a particular area and yeah. they're obsessed with this area, yeah. like people from Essex can't stop talking about Essex. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, people like, who love a football yeah. team. Like everything has to be, yeah. you know, the colour of that football team. Yeah. You go in their house and you're like, look at all this tacky shit. Yeah. <laughs> Get some other interests. <laughs> But yeah, it's just obsessed with death. I think the cake, it shouldn't be of a tombstone, it should be of his hobbies. You know, at a birthday party, you'd have stuff that you like. Mm. Birthday cake wouldn't be in the shape of a widening birth canal, would it? No, that's true. <laughs> We've already spoken of a time when I wasn't able to eat some food. But mm. have you ever been round someone's house, unable to eat food? For instance, when you're a kid, you go around someone's house and they start cooking and you're like, this tastes nothing like the food me mama prepare. Yeah. <laughs> I think you are so... As a kid, I was so fussy, and I'm still fussy, but I'm better than I used to be. Yeah. Where anything different or unusual, I'd just like, oh, I'm struggling through this. Yeah. It doesn't taste anything like what mama used to make. Well, they give you adult portion. Yeah. Me baby. Me no man. Yeah. Give me small food. Me only 15. <laughs> me can't eat adult portions. <laughs> I can't yeah. do that. I also like that these ghosts... Um, don't like the bloody Baron. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Because he's scary. Mm. But that's surely the quintessential thing of being a ghost, is being scary and being evil. But none of them like it. He's, he's unpopular even as a ghost. Why have they never got gotten over fears? They're still, yeah. they're still in high school, these ghosts. Yeah. Like, it's so pathetic. And you've got, what's he called? Sir Patrick? Yeah. He's your classic bully. He, I hate Sir Patrick. <laughs> Go on. I hate him. Yeah. Because it's Sir Nicholas's birthday party, yeah. death day party. 500. 500. And he doesn't even let him do a speech. Oh. Because it has he, to be about him. He crashes it with the hunt. Yeah. You did not need to bring your horses. No. And you can say, oh, what if they're attached to the horses? No, they're not. Yeah. Because if he can send a letter to uh, Nick. Yeah. Then he can depart from his horse. Yeah. And he did not need to start playing hockey no. amongst uh, no. the dance floor. He'll have known that, you know, Nick was going to do a speech. And bloody hell, if there's a party and it's somebody's birthday, let them do a speech. Mm. It's not as if Nick has been doing speeches every five minutes. He's just been mingling. Yeah. And they're not, the guests aren't even letting him say a few words about He must be birthday. jealous of Nick. Yeah, I think they, so. He must, he's definitely jealous of Nick. Mm. They must explore this more throughout the next seven books. Hey, I hope so. <laughs> this is one of those, what you call a subplot. Um, <laughs> on the theme of it being like a high school, well, it is a high school. Yeah. There's no reason for the ghost to be acting this way. Uh, they bump into Moaning Myrtle. Listen to me moan. Whoa. 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 Um, now, Hermione didn't want to talk to her because she's yeah. a bit of a buzzkill, isn't she? Yes. Peeves gets wind of this, and he's like, Myrtle, come over here, they're slagging you off. Yeah. And Myrtle's like, you're not, are you? And Hermione's like, no, we're not. And she goes, you were, weren't you? Mm. And Peeves is like, yeah, they were. They were calling you, blah, blah, blah. And you're spotty, aren't you? Spotty, spotty, spotty. Peeves, what's going on with you? Yeah. That's a child. Yeah. That's a child that never grew up. Yeah. And you're having a go. Peeves is like the kind of teenager that says things to get a rise out of people. Yes. That's me personality. I'm the mean one. I'm the me. I'm yeah. the me. <laughs> I'm the mean one. I tell yeah. it how it is. I'm mean. And it's not nice. No. And in, you know, 10 years' time, you're going to be regretting all this Peeves. <laughs> He's, you know, you've gone 400 years like this, mm -hmm. but in another 10, you're going to mature. It's got to happen. Yeah. But Peeves, yeah, he's one of those people. He likes to push people's buttons. Uh. You know, he's there at the death day party. The memo was drab and yeah. sad. He's come in with a revolving bow tie, party hat, colours. Did he die with that one? 
Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing, because he's a poltergeist, isn't he? So he can move things around and stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's very, very strange. Mm. Paves. So they, they find an opportunity to leave the party. Yes. Um, unless you've got any more to say on that. Um, no, I, I'm exactly where you are in my notes. Yeah, they find opportunity to leave the party. They slink off. Harry starts hearing voices. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, kill, kill, hungry, naughty. Yeah. Uh, he running. Goes left. Yeah. <laughs> Goes right. <laughs> Stop. <Yeah>. Eek. <laughs> um, comes across a puddle of water. Yeah. Sign on the wall. Chamber Secrets has been yeah. where. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, beware, whatever. I love that Harry only ever hears this snake when he's on the hunt mm. to kill. Now, most animals, they only hunt like for a very small amount of time during the day. Mm. And as far as we know, this is the first victim of this creature that's attacking people. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have Harry hear the pipes when, you know, this creature is tired or distracted by something. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, what can I hear? Oh, I'm exhausted. Mm. I fancy a nap. Mm. Oh, scary. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying, Tom? Can you hear what I'm saying and understand my point of view? I want to play for a bit. Have a bit of a play. Exactly. Then go bed. (laughs) Will somebody walk me today? (laughs) When is mummy coming home? Oh no, I think I'm pregnant. (laughs) What will I say? (gasps) My dad's going to kill me. Kill, kill. <laughs> and next to the sign is a dead cat. Yes. Is it dead? It's petrified, Mrs. Petrified Norris. Petrified yeah. Mrs. Miggins, Mrs. Norris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, with Harry, he doesn't just hear the voice of the creature, but he understands it mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the the... Because all the creature's saying at one point, I know he says rip, tear, kill, but it's the point at which he says, I can smell blood. Harry goes, he's going to kill someone, he's going to kill someone. Which I think is even more sinister, the idea that not only can he understand and hear these voices, but he also has a sense of the intention of the creature. Very, very odd. (laughs) Breathing. All right. Um, Yeah. I've never understood an animal. No. Because I'm a man. <laughs> You're not Dr. Doolittle, are you? Draco puts a button on the chapter. Yeah. He says, you'll be next, mudbloods. And for once in my life, Draco's not making me laugh. That's no. a morbid thing to say. Yeah. Do you know what? We have been very pro-Draco up until this point. But he's learnt a slur and he's using it. Yeah, he's let himself down. He's let himself down. It's a very interesting thing because they, they, they come up to Mrs. Norris and Harry wants to stay and help. And Ron is like, no, 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 we should leave. Mm. We don't want to be seen here. And that was an interestingly, it almost seemed like a wise thing for Ron to say, mm. where we've not really heard that before. I know we had Ron saying something sagely <laughs> a few chapters ago. But yeah, I think it's odd for Ron to have that awareness of, okay, we, we need to not be here. Whereas Harry was like, oh, no, we need to stay and help. Mm. Also, none of them have got any reason to worry. Yeah, that anyone would think that they had killed the cat. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, like Dumbledore, any teacher in the right mind isn't going to come yeah. along and go, "It was them." Filch is going to think that because he's mad. Because he, well, and to be honest, Harry's given him reason to think that. Yes, rooting through his papers. Yeah, dragging mud around. Mm-hmm. He's thought he's done this. He's killed my cat, and I'd let him off that punishment. Yeah. I'm heartbroken. Yeah, definitely. It's an interesting dilemma, though, isn't it? You know, when you see a situation and you think, should I help or should I not? Mm. You know. (gasps) Right. You got anything else? No. How many, how many out of of five pools of water, (laughs) how many pools of water are you giving this chapter? I'm going to say, I love the idea of a death day party. Yeah. And I like the idea of a ghostly party where everything's a bit weird and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I like that we get a bit more about Filch and mm-hmm. maybe, you know, f- that start of an understanding of why he might be so miserable because uh-huh. he can't do magic and he's in a community where everyone else can. Uh-huh. But I don't think it was a great chapter. 
Uh, it was a good cliffhanger at the end mm-hmm. with the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give this two pools of water out of five. Interesting. Very mm. interesting. I dug into this chapter. Mm. Started to turn the pages. You know, mate, I'm reading, using my eyes. Yeah. Each of the words I take in, you know, yeah. I read the sentences like, yeah. complete to understand the messages mm-hmm. that she was trying to convey when she wrote this book. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, and I'm liking it. You know, yeah. You get thrown right in the middle of it. Yes, right. It's October. Things are happening. Kids are real. Stuff's happening. Harry's walking wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A sequence of events. Mm-hmm. Uh, Filchy's office. Mm-hmm. A crash. An invitation. Uh, a salamander flying around the room. <laughs> yeah. A party. Mm. Yeah. A speech. A dead cat. Yeah. It all flowed together excellently. Mm. And I loved it. Yeah. I'm giving it four pools of water out of five. Oh, very, very good. Right. Now is time for the most enchanting, seducing, wonderful, perplexing segment of the show. Quiz. Quiz, quizzy-key, quiz, quizzy-key, quiz, 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 quiz. Gonna ask you some questions, how well will you do? Quiz, quizzy-key, quiz, quizzy-key, quiz, 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 quiz. Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas, how well will you do? Blow you Question one. What was Madame Pomfrey using to cure the colds? Pepper-up potion. Mm-hmm, correct. Question two. Where is Warlock DJ Prod from? Hey, he's from down the road in Didsbury. Correct, sir. That's two correct so far. Question three. How many years has Nick been dead? 500. Correct. What colour were the candles in the chandelier? Ah, black. Correct. Yes. Where did... Question five. Yeah. Where did... Have we told you what the prize is? No, what's the prize? A rice smirk. Oh, I'd love a rice smirk from you. <laughs> Where did, question five, the Wailing Widow come from? All the way from Kent. Correct. Sir. Yes! Oh, in it. Oh, that is a smirk and it is rye. Very good. Very, very good. This has been Quiz. Quiz, 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 Facebook or Twitter. And hey, if you want bonus episodes, bonus content, bonus merchandise, you can find it on our new Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Pottervision. Next week, it's episode 26, and it's chapter 9 of book 2, The Writing on the Wall. Mmm. I've been Tom Lawrenson. I've been Lucas Kirkby. See you next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. You can contact us through our website, pottervision.com. And if you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash pottervision.